This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blacken Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blacken. This is Casey Kasem, and you're listening to The Elijah Bailey Show, uh, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, bringing you 100% auditorial pleasure. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com, and here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. Email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. And three, two, one, and welcome for your first time. Or welcome back to The Elijah Bailey Show, episode 232, Ghost of Shishima, First Impressions, and Fortnite Sues, Apple, and Google. This is, like I said, Oklahoma's favorite podcast from God's own wood itself, The Elijah Bailey Show, your place for the latest news, views, opinions, and reviews on anime, manga, comics, film, and geek culture, where each week I, Elijah 5000, and my better half, the underscore Buckety, sit down to discuss what's happening in those said topics. And again, I'll list them again because it's going to come in hand here in a minute when we talk about the segments. Um, here when we talk about the, it's going to come in hand here in a minute when we talk about the segments. So again, me and Buckety sit down each and every week to discuss what's happening in gaming, comics, anime, film, and much more. You can say that we're a sweet symphony of joy shots in your ear hole. Shout out to Joshua Unruh, the ultimate Sailor Moon fan for that one. Uh, your stop for all the latest pop culture, entertainment news and views. 100%, 100%, I said, auditorial pleasure. Now, I am back and we are here for the Elijah Bailey Show. And if you know anything about the show, each week is something new and different. But before we get to that, I have to address the monkey... I have to address the mouse in the room because Buck hates him. There's two things that he he hates. He hates monkeys and he hates mouses, uh, rats, vermin. And I'm not going to call him a monkey. So let's address the mouse in the room. The buckety is not here. We've had a lot of shit go down at the studio with uh, COVID-19, more cases, outbreaks, restrictions, um, getting the studio, opening the studio back up, possibly having to close the studio back down because of the pandemic. Everything is just jumbled up in the air right now. He's doing a lot of work, putting a lot of man hours. So I thought I'd go ahead and hit this uh, episode by myself just because our schedules weren't matching up. And this week is the third week of the month, which means we're covering video games. So without further ado, oh, there it is. I didn't even have to say anything. That nasty music's coming. Do you hear it? Uh-huh. The Elijah Bailey Show, episode 232, Ghost of Tsushima, First Impressions, and Fortnite sues Apple and Google starts right now. 
Okay, okay. So welcome back, folks. Uh, we're gonna let the music keep playing a little bit. You know how we do. But let's go ahead and dive right into it. Since the Bucky's not here, what we're gonna do this week is we're going to hit all the topics. Uh, and talk about the current news. And then next week for the Bailey Bugle, we'll bring up some of these same topics to get his take on what's going on in the state of games. So August video game releases we have, and these are in order from August 18th on. So you guys are getting this show on August 20th. So the games that came on the 18th, just go ahead and buy them. So for the August 18th releases, we have three. We have Apex Legends Season 6. Coming out to PC, PS4, Xbox One. We have Mortal Shell coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And then just for PC, we have Microsoft Flight Simulator all on August 18th. Uh, August 20th, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 titles for PC and Xbox One. We have Battletoads, which I've played. Fucking fla- uh, fabulous. Uh, Frost Punk on the Edge DLC comes out for the PC. Then we have... Uh, Grief Helm also comes out on PC and then Pastel Blind Karma comes out on PC. Next is uh, Peaky Blinders Mastermind PC, PS4, Xbox One and the Switch. Then we have Remnant and there's two versions. We have Remnant from the Ashes, Subject to Subject 2923 DLC, and then we have Remnant from the Ashes Complete Edition, both for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and those will wrap it up for what's coming out on the 20th. Um, For the 21st, we have three titles, or Akona, Four Rhymes Across the Blue uh, for PS4 and Switch, New Super Lucky's Tale for PS4 and Xbox One, and then last for August 21st, we have PGA Tour 2K21 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, Stadia, and the Switch. Uh, Next, we're jumping to August 25th, where I think there's six titles here. We have... uh, Kandagawa Jet Girls for PS4. Madden 21 comes out on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath Classic Femme Fatale Skin Pack comes out on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. No Straight Roads comes out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And last but not least is Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, PSVR. Next, August 27th, we have, I think, another six or seven here. We have Best Friends Forever coming out for the PC and the Switch. Control, AWE DLC, uh, coming out for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Final Fantasy uh, Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition coming out for the PS4 and the Switch. And our last four titles are Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 4 coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Surgeon Simulator 2 coming out for PC. Tell Me Why Chapter 1 coming out for PC, Xbox One, and the Tour de France. 2020 coming out for PC and to round it all up the last games are all coming out for August on August 28th we have Captain uh, Subasha Rise of the New Champions uh, Soccer coming out for PC PS4 and Switch Double Kick Heroes coming out for Xbox One Jump Force Deluxe Edition coming out for the Switch Neoxmon Extension PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Uh, Project Cars 3, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Wasteland 3, PC, PS4, Xbox One. And last but not least, Windbound, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And the Switch coming out on August 28th. And that'll wrap it up for our releases coming August 28th. For our releases coming in August. Next, usually we talk about what's in your console. Uh, since Buck's not here, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what I've been playing. And one of these games is going to be in the impressions. Ghost of Tsushima. So we're not going to dive into that. The Last of Us Part 2, I did 
beat. I have, uh, I think I'll be doing chapter seven next Tuesday. Uh, and what Tuesday is that? Chapter seven will be playing next Tuesday, August 25th at 10 a.m. But I beat the game. Phenomenal game. Beautiful. Great story. You can empathize with both Ellie and Abby and the range of combat and weapons and crafting abilities between the both of them gives you two separate stories that make it a whole. It's almost like if each of the Uncharted's had the villains take as well as Nathan Drake's and Sully's. That's what it would be like. Uh, Soul Calibur six, uh, still, uh, my wife with my ass so bad, uh, it would nightmare. Uh, it is horrible, but Soul Calibur Six still playing that. Um, not even doing train, just when I have the urge. I'm on vacation right now, so whenever the urge hits me, get on. Uh, either play with Buck or Jessica. But I heard that Josh has been playing and Caden, so I need to get in there with everybody else. And then One Piece Pirate Warriors Four. Uh, there's one other game I didn't on here. One Piece Pirates Warrior Four. I'm going to 100. percent I'm at 88 percent trophies so nothing new except for treasure logs and treasure logs are just a way to earn s's earn coins and uh money to level up your character so the last two i need a hundred million berry and then i need to get all s's on everything and then i'll be platinum on that game but the other one I started was stardew valley which is a ps psn indie game uh eight bit kind of civilization type game and it's pretty cool because you can go around. It has a story to it, too. So it's almost like Oregon Trail mixed with uh, what was the other one we were playing? Animal Crossings. And you m- imagine that you're trying to keep your farm status or rank high or, or get the form up to where it's presentable because your grandpa is very, very. um what was he? He's very proud of his farm and he passed away and left it to you, but you have two years to get it back up to the stats that he had or even better. And that's where I am right now. So, uh, but with that being said, let's take our first pause for the cause and we'll be right back with, uh, I know it's, it's only for anime, but we're still calling it Tayo say black video game characters matter. And that will lead into what's new in gaming. We'll be right back. Hey folks, this is Elijah 5000 and Monica Robinson, and we're your host of A Little Bit of Anime, your number one stopping spot for all the latest anime's news and reviews. If you want to join in all the fun and anime goodness, then make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And please join us every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. And remember, please brighten your day with with a a little little bit of anime. anime. Hey everybody, this is Reverend Shaw. I'm Delisa. And I'm like father. Like daughter. And we just gonna hang out with you. We just gonna kind of talk about father-daughter relationships. The good, the bad, the ugly. When we like each other, when we don't like each other. And I hope Delisa don't clam up on me. Because that could be possible. (laughs) We just want you to check us out, man. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. You won't be let down. And we'll leave you with something that you can chew on and make your life that much better. Find Like Father, Like Daughter on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, or BlackerStudios.com. New shows drop every Saturday. (laughs) 
and we are back welcome back thank you guys for joining me for segment two where we go into black video game characters matter so this week we have an og from the streets we keep talking about him so it's like why not honor and celebrate this man carl cj johnson from grand theft Auto. well let me just let me just let you uh, get his background, you know, get his credentials. Uh, Carl C.J. Johnson is a character from Grand Theft Auto series appearing as a protagonist of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. C.J. is the second in command of the Los Santos Bay Street gang, the Grove Street Families, which is led by his older brother, Sean Sweet Johnson, and includes his childhood friend, Lance Ryder Wilson and Melvin Big Smoke Harris, having left his friends and family behind and moved to Liberty City for five years after the death of his younger brother, Brian, CJ eventually returns home after learning about the murder of his mother. From there, he works to earn back the trust of his friends and family, restore Grove Street back to the power or back to its power and learn the mysterious circumstances of his mother's death, only to later be betrayed by his friends and forced to flee Los Santos once again. Spoilers, but this game has been out for a long fucking time. Uh, while exiled, however, he makes numerous new friends and allies, become successful and wealthy through businesses and assets in both San Fierro and Los Venteros, uh, Venturas, and eventually returns to Los Santos to reunite with his family, exact revenge on those who wronged him, and reclaim the city for Gro Grove Street. Carl is a son of Beverly Johnson, the younger brother of Sweet, and the older brother of Kendall and Brian. There is the black character they were honoring from video games. One of the men, the... I had already liked Grand Theft Auto, but once uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came around, I was hooked. And then I really wanted CJ to come back for the next one, but Nico came in, so Nico Bellic. But let's go into What's, what's New in Gaming. That's right. It's time for What's New in Gaming. First on the list, there are one, two, three, four, five, six articles. Uh, somehow I had to go back and find some more, but I want to take the most relevant articles to what's going on now and talk about it. So Halo Infinity's multiplayer will be free to play despite all the new info about Halo uh, Infinite. What did, I, what did I say? Infinity? Uh, Halo Infinite. We got last week some details were uh, conspicuously absent. Um, and this was article came from Joe Juba on July 31st. Uh, but it ties into an article that we just got earlier, like two, two, three days ago. But uh, today, the official uh, Halo Twitter account confirmed rumors that the upcoming game's multiplayer mode will be free to play, making it accessible to people regardless of whether or not they purchase Halo Infinite. On the next bit of news, Halo Infinite is now delayed until 2021. So it was supposed to be coming out. Uh, they did, uh, however, Halo Infinite's team at 343 put out a big statement, which they posted on their Twitter account, kind of explaining everything. But um, today I want to share an important Halo Infinite uh let me make sure you guys can still hear me today. I want to share an important Halo Infinite development update with the community. We had made the difficult decision, uh, difficult decision uh, to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team had adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. And that's always fair. And that is commendable. We see that same thing with uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, other games that are coming from these big platforms and titles that have a history. 
Let's continue. The decision to shift our release is a result of multiple factors that have contributed to development changes, including the ongoing COVID uh, related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from the team at 343 Industries who have uh, remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team to overall success uh, the or the overall success of the game to ship this holiday. We know this will be disappointing to many of you and we all share the same uh, uh, sentiment. The passion and support of the community has shown you guys have shown over the years has been incredible and inspiring. We wanted nothing more than to play our game with the community this holiday. The extra time we uh, will let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever at the quality we know our fans expect. Thank you for your support and understanding. Chris Lee, studio head for Halo Infinite. And there's nothing negative that I, I know Buck ain't gonna say nothing negative when you take the time like Assassin's Creed and other games have. It just makes the game better. So thank you guys. Uh, but how do you feel about it? Did you want to play it this holiday season? I know Assassin's Creed has all, or not Assassin's Creed, but well, Assassin's Creed Halo games that have typically come out around the holiday seasons. I remember getting my first Xbox 360 and getting Halo on there. So I probably, I'd probably say, and I don't know, what was it was a Halo 2, Halo 3. I probably say that uh, now that I'm 33, it's just like whenever the game comes out, if you guys are going to make it better, I approve. You know, take that time. I don't want to waste money on something that's going to be spotty. I'm going to have to pay for patchworks and DLC and all kinds of shit. We saw what happened to Anthem. Next, Bioware provides update on Anthem or rework. This comes from Matt Miller. After initial release uh, that failed to meet fans' expectations, Anthem saw a uh, rapid drop-off in its player base. Uh, the development has remained pretty quiet on that work, but today offered a relatively robust ex examination of one of the game's biggest trouble spots, loot and equipment. In a detailed blog post from Bioware, studio director Christian Daly explained some of the changes to, uh, that the team is exploring. Amid several important adjustments, Bioware is increasing the frequency of loot and aiming to make those drops be more meaningful and viable when they arrive. More of the loot that you collect will have deterministic routes to pick up rather than being entirely random, and loot will have much more increased options for modification, including the re-rolling of inscriptions and the leveling up of items you like. Anthem also previously uh, struggled with the loot system that oddly locked your gear during missions and prevented easy switching. It sounds as if that is going away with the ability to find new equipment to put in and uh, put in the right way. So these are the changes that are coming for Anthem. Hopefully this rework, um, you know, the new equipment and the focus that the team is giving will you know, bear fruit and people will want to play Anthem, but I think they just shit the bed. They missed the pooch and, um, it's, it's our, where they are. Like nobody's playing the game. I was going to hop on and I thought it was really cool and never bought it. And then everything that I heard since I was like, nah, it's like not even wasting money on it. So unfortunately let's go to the next one. Google bans Fortnite from Google play. Now this night, there's going to be two stories that tie into this because Apple has a beef with Fortnite as well. Fortnite for Android has been pulled from the Google Play Store following uh, the earlier chaotic news of the two titans um, blasting back and forth at each other uh, with Epic Games Fortnite on the Apple App Store. The game, the popular game, has also been removed from the Android uh, Play Store. And that's what I was going to say, like uh, Fortnite is suing Apple 
Fortnite creator is going to sue Apple and Google after ban uh, from their stores. And I'm trying to see... I'm going to read this statement too. This comes from The Verge. Google addressed the removal of Fortnite uh, from the Google Play Store. And then we're going to talk about the lawsuit. It says the open Android ecosystem that lets developers distribute apps through multiple app stores for game developers who choose to use the Play Store. We have uh, consistent policies that are fair to developers and keep the store safe for users. While Fortnite remains available on Android, we can no longer make it available on Play because it violates our policies. However, we welcome the opportunity to continue our discussion with Epic and bring Fortnite back to the Google Play. So I think like this shows from Google, from Android, they have policies that a game can't be in the Play Store and also um, be, uh, I mean, it is weird. It's available for Android, but it won't be in the Play Store like it was previously. And this again has to go to the lawsuit. So I think with this lawsuit, it's kind of shut everything down. But let's go over to the New York Times and see what uh this is by jack nikas kellen browning and aaron griffith this came on the 13th apple and google spats uh, with app developers over their cut of revenue ex- uh, revenues exploded in a high stakes clash on thursday when the tech giants kicked the widely popular game fortnite out of their app store and the game is maker hit back with a lawsuit so uh, apparently there's a discrepancy over revenue for Apple and Google, and both of these companies have a, a contract with Epic Games and, and Fortnite to distribute their game on their Play Store. And I guess one, it violates Google's uh, what we just read. It violates some of Google's uh, policies at I guess the revenue revenue point, and then having it on the Play Store, but it can still be played on Android if you have it. But it, it seems like the until this lawsuit gets straightened out. Um, Apple and Google ain't going to have Fortnite on that. It's unfortunate, but I mean, it is what it is. And again, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show and click on all of the articles. Now, again, I will discuss these more in depth and bring more of my opinions and thoughts out with the buckety. So if I'm limited in my response to some of these articles, it's just because I'm waiting to talk to him and I don't want it because he listens to the show. A lot of you guys listen. Joshy boy listens to the show. If we want to talk about, it, we'll talk about it. I don't want you guys waiting to hear what I say and then be ready to come back like ah, la, 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 this like now we're just going to say a couple things and then next week we'll have the time to actually deep dive and discuss this on a more uh, industrial level as far as the companies, how their inner workings work and then why that revenue point would suggest an action is this and this is this the only thing or are there other things with Fortnite that are leading to um the removal and the ban and this was just the last catalyst and was Fortnite justified in the lawsuit uh with the app removed and you guys know my thoughts on it if you watch my streams and stuff but we'll talk about it next week with the buckety now the last of us part two grounded update uh game informer live so game informer uh did a playthrough and I had the video here but it seems like taking the post down but uh, last of us part two which I said I just beat I'm actually started a grounded um, version but I'm gonna do a grounded and the ultimate uh, permadeath and go through that and stream that for you guys but it's got grounded mode now and permadeath so grounded mode category one uh, from the original game one for finishing the game on the grounded difficulty setting and one for completing the game with the permadeath setting ground mode in the original the last of us was also a post launch edition and it's in uh, intelligent enemies and decrease HUD uh, 
elements like no visual life bars, if you guys don't know what the HUD is, made it an extremely difficult way to play. If that persists in the sequel, along with the inability to continue, if you are killed, The Last of Us Part Two could become a masochistic but rewarding adventure for the hardcore fans. Sony and Naughty Dog have not confirmed a release date for the new patch, but it's already out now at this time. And I enjoy it. Like I, the gameplay that I'm doing on Tuesdays, if you guys are watching, that is on challenging mode which is uh, higher than hard. So when you see me go through that, there's no listening. Um, actually, is that the right one? Fuck. Yeah, 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 it is. Because I just streamed. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that's the right one because I beat the game already on my version, which I think was just standard or hard. I think it was hard because I played the last one and I went challenging with the Tuesday stream. So Tuesday at 10 on the uh, Real Elijah 5000 Facebook gaming channel. You go watch that. I do by chapter and those chapters are saved in series. So we're on chapter seven. So you can watch the full playthrough and actually see the story progress from there. But I have a grounded mode and what I'm going to do is come back and do grounded and the ultimate permadeath. So permadeath is in three different stages one you can play the game all the way through with no extra lives no continue wherever you if you play i think my playthrough took me a little bit over 30 hours if you're 28 hours in and you die you start zero you got to go all the way back then they have it to where you can do it by by arc and by uh event and then there's one more so arc is basically two to five hours the chapters are broken up to either a two three hour or five hour chapter or arc and like if you die, you have to start at the beginning of that arc. You can also do there's a uh, mode where you can just go in and do the big battles, the big scenes. And then there is also one that's like the the auto saves so every 30 to 60 minutes. So if you die, you go all the way back to that save. For those that don't know about permadeaths and grounded mode, again, no HUD. It is amazing. I'm playing Abby's playthrough. I'm again, seven chapters in and have been on challenging mode. So no HUD at all. We're getting all this stuff taken care of. I can't listen and see where people are, but I just use the surrounding and it does heighten the experience. And I think I'm one of those hardcore gamers that will do the ultimate permadeath and grounded mode experience. And last but not least, uh, for our articles today, well, there, here's one that, that I found. Uh, today, actually, EA apologizes for linking to strange sexist article on Twitter. This one just came out at 822. Um, this morning, he said, we are taking down the post and apologizing for perpetuating a harmful stereotype. Uh, one of the first heralds that the world of gaming was going to uh, be severely disrupted by COVID-19 was the cancellation of E3 in 2020, making this the first year without an E3 since the trade show began in 1995 with numerous online replacements and the bad taste left behind by an numerous uh, data breach following the 2019 show, not to mention companies like Sony pulling away from the event. And uh, there have been other reasons E3 is not, you know, as hot as it was, but now, E3 has become embroiled in another controversy with an ill-conceived tweet uh, linking to a sexist article going up on the E3 Twitter account. The since-deleted tweet contained a link along with the text, great list of games women gamers are playing and of your favorites make the cut. The article link was called 25 online games that women enjoy on parade and 
It was a SEO optimized list of games that women played peppered with quotes from user reviews and market research. Games included Kim Kardashian's Hollywood Solitaire and Animal Crossing New Horizon. The issue here is not that these are lesser or inferior games. The article was extremely prescriptive about the sorts of games that are for women and was clearly produced to produce keyword clicks rather than actually presenting recommendations and including many stereotypes. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, the Bejeweled classic and, and bullshit like that. So um, the tweet that EA or E3 put out was we messed up. Might as well be EA at this point. Is that we messed up. We are taking down the post and apologize for perpetuating a harmful stereotype. We will do better. Uh, E3 is scheduled for June 15th to 17th next year. And it likely looks uh, very different from previous E3s, though. So uh, I think that was bullshit. They should have researched the article before they put it up and then have just like clickbait. I mean, it seems like somebody made a conscious decision for that. So whatever. Fuck it. Um, Deathloop delayed till 2021. This was the cool one where you had all the characters uh from arcane studio and death loop uh it says to the community an update of death loop and in basically the same uh note and again patreon.com forward slash elijah bailey show you can see the the post you can go to at death loop on twitter and see the tweet they put out but they apologize for having to delay the game um to the second quarter of 2021 so we won't be seeing that game either and last but not least i said that just a minute ago but i forgot mysterious sonic the hedgehog statue in japan mountains gets refurbished so if you go to our patreon.com you can actually see this came from anime news network on the 13th but it gives you before and after pictures of the classic sonic um on the surfboard and where is this at it says a statue of sonic the hedgehog located on the mountainside of the iga city in me uh, Mie Prefecture has been refurbished by the eldest son of the statue's deceased owner, according to the report by the Iga Base News website. So again, a, a son, his uh, the creator's son comes by, refurbishes his dad's legacy, and it's just Sonic with his right fist pumped up in the air, riding on a, a, a red snowboard. So, but that's it for all of our news. Let's take our last pause for the cause, and we'll be right back. And I'll get you caught up on anime and manga of the month. We'll be right back. Welcome to the adventures of Splacketel, or the AOS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Buck. And this is Tony. And we are a video game podcast, giving you all the update video game releases that are coming out that you need to know, and the video game news that we want you to know. Follow us on Facebook, Black and Gaming Network, and Twitter and Instagram at Black and Gaming. And you can also find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, by searching the AOS Podcast. Ooh! Hey, this is Jamie Lindbergh, host of Upbeat Urbanism, a podcast where we seek to have an open dialogue about what it takes to create healthy, intentional, sustainable communities, one conversation at a time. Each episode is an interview with a city planner, leader, developer, real estate professional, or community builder. To listen, search for Upbeat Urbanism wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at UUrbanism and on Facebook at Upbeat Urbanism. Devote yourself to your community around you and devote yourself to creating something that gives you purpose and meaning. Until then, keep it upbeat. 
Hey folks, this is Elijah 5000 and Monica Robinson. And we're your host of A Little Bit of Anime. Your number one stopping spot for all the latest anime's news and reviews. If you want to join in all the fun and anime goodness, then make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. And please join us every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. And remember, please brighten your day with a little bit of anime. Okay, and we are back from break. And before we start that music and we get into our anime or our anime and manga of the month, let me break down and give you my impressions of The Ghost of Tsushima. Now, of course, you've heard me talk about it so far. This game, Ghost of Tsushima, comes from Sucker Punch Games and is fucking phenomenal. A storm is coming in the late 13th century. A ruthless Mongol army invades Tsushima in a quest to conquer all of Japan. But for the Jin Sakai, but for Jin Sakai, one of the last surviving samurai defenders, the battle has just begun. Set aside samurai tradition and forge a new path. The path of the ghost as you wage an unconventional war for the freedom of Japan. Now, this is what I'm going to do uh, for you guys. I do want to talk about this game more with the buck on the show. I know he listens to the show, but I want to give him impressions. I want to sell him and hook them on this because the graphics are amazing. Uh, the story is amazing. But so far, when I start, I'm going to give you a little taste. And what I'll do is I might even actually stream gameplay. Um you know what? I should just do that. I might do for Thursday's episode. Um, as you're listening to this episode, go to real Elijah 5,000 or, uh, Elijah 5,000 on YouTube or, uh, Twitch. And I'll have, um, the ghost of Tsushima gameplay through for, uh, podcast. And that'll be how it's labeled. You can see it there, but I like the story because uh, the way that the game plays, it goes back and forth between young Jin and old Jin to show you how to train. So Jin is on the battlefield. You have bombs coming down, people getting cut off of horses, battling and doing all this shit um, with the sword. And it teaches, I mean, you do a couple strikes and stuff, but it really goes back to his childhood when he's training with his uncle, how to block, how to parry, how to sidestep and evade, how to dodge. And I think it's, and um, I think it's, brilliant the way that they do it and you can change your stance for um, thrust or or stabs towards people but as you go through the game and you beat more people it ranks up your body as a samurai and you unlock different stances the wind stance the water stance to use in your battle so that way you can be able to change stances on the fly um, and one of the hardest things I've run into because I'm playing a game on a harder mode is fighting multiple people. If you have somebody with a, steer, a spear and you have somebody with a shield and a sword and somebody with a sword, they all attack at different speeds. The spear is going to thrust. You can see those coming, but it's very strong. The sword and shield, you have to break through the defense to to slice them. Um, and then the sword, you just have to wait because they're, they're very quick. They can maneuver fast. So you're always... I know people might hate my gameplay style, but you're always circling and looking at the field as you're playing, just like you would in a real fight. And I know a lot of people don't know about real fights and shit like that. I do. That's what you're going to take away the chance for somebody to attack you from a blind spot. Um, but besides that, you have your healing potion on the uh, the down D pad, but you're trying to find your uncle and you team up with this woman 
who uses any convention to fight, like sneaking up and stabbing people, and you're more of a heads-up samurai. You do that for the first couple of of battles, and you do standoffs, which are really cool. You hit up on the direction pad, and it's basically you walking towards another character, 1v1 standoff. Uh, You hold triangle, and then when you see them move, you see their first motion, you let go so you can slash them. I try to get it as close to comparable as what I would do in a strike. Um, as a fighter, how fast can I get this done? But it's really cool. And that takes care of one person, um, within the group. And then you just have to fight everybody else. So every fight can start that way, or you can bypass the standoff just by running up to them and fighting them. But one of the things that I did enjoy besides going back and forth between young Jin and old Jin and lessons and the codes he learned is this new introduction of this lady that I was telling you about this female that'll do anything to win. She's trying to find her brother who is a blacksmith who can forge him any weapons that he wants but jen is having to stop squaring up with motherfuckers and like stab him from behind and it traumatized him because he learns the the samurai code and what that means from his uncle who he idolizes and who he's trying to find um and then you have our big bad who is the mongol leader who delivers the most fucking badass line and this is where i'll leave it he comes in and basically he's talking about uh, yeah, you samurai spend all your time training with your sword and sharpening your skills. He's like, I learned your custom. I learned your language. I learned your ways. Fuck. I learned your women. I took that time to learn how to subjugate you. Your biggest strength is now your greatest weakness. And it's like, he's, a, this nigga came in and he's fucking him up. So ghost of Shishima, it's definitely worth the buy. Uh, foxes on the game are amazing. Very fluid. Again, it looks, it's from sucker punch. It looks beautiful, but the foxes have more than one purpose in the game. I'll leave it at that. But for me right now, it's like a strong seven out of 10 strong to Japanese samurai ties and martial arts things. I've learned uh, styles of training. I love the combat. It's challenging. It's not an easy win. Um, And it makes you think And every game play is a little bit different because the avenues that you have, but it's really enjoyable. You guys should check it out. Um, And that's it for my first impressions of ghost. Shasim. I'm only like an hour or two hours in. So, you know, again, take it for what it is. There's more to come, but at, at this point in the game, and I played this opening three fucking times, this is legit shit for you guys to play. But let's go ahead and go over to that lovely music for anime of the month. It's one piece, the anime of the month, the anime of the month initially released July 22nd, 1997 by weekly Shonen Jump created by Ichirio Oda. Uh, the episode count for one piece now is like 970 something so damn long, but over 20 seasons, you can watch it on Netflix. You can watch the complete series, everything, uh, Funimation, Crunchyroll, VRV, high dive. And there was a list that we put out on Patreon of all the legal streaming sites you can go to. There's a shit ton. There's more than just Funimation, Crunchyroll, high dive, VRV. There is a shit ton of there's a list. The list is like 20 long, maybe 25. So go check it out. But Monkey D. Luffy wants to become the king of all pirates. Along his quest, he meets a skilled swordsman named Roronora Zoro. Uh, Nami, a greedy thief who has a knack for navigation. Usopp, a great liar who has an affinity for invention. Sanji, a warrior cook. Chopper, a sentient deer who is also a skilled physician. And Robin, former member of Baroque Works. The gang sets sail to unknown seas in the Grand Line to find the treasure of One Piece. And that does pretty well. You don't know why you have a sentient reindeer you don't know the swordsman and the cook and the greedy thief but 
One Piece, the greatest pirate of all time, the Pirate King Goldie Roger, left his greatest treasure in One Piece. And he was undisputedly the king of pirates. And now at his death, he told people they could find it. And then motherfuckers went crazy and it started the birth of a brand new pirate age. And that's what you're on the adventure with Luffy. I think age... 14 at the beginning, some shit like that. He's young, but you're traveling with him, building up his crew member by member and becoming the greatest pirate in all the seas or challenging some of the greatest pirates in the seas. Manga of the month is Sun Ken Rock. Bam. One of my favorite manga. It is a Korean manga. Uh, Ken left Japan pursuing a woman he loves to Korea. However, while she became a policewoman, Ken somehow wound up in a gang, even becoming their boss. The man who uh, came from Japan now rises in Korea. It's Korean rock action with a powerful punch. Sun Ken Rock is that mafiosa manga that you've always wanted. It's a mix between Baki, Tough, and Kick Kill Hitman Reborn. Uh, He builds this group. There's the uh, Korean mafia or his mafia. There's the Yakuza. There's other mafias in the land. They have to build power. They have to, um, they buy towns. They have to make sure people are on their side. They have to betray and fight these different generals and positions. It's, it's a dope ass manga. So check out Sun Ken Rock. Anime of the month is One Piece and manga of the month is Sun Ken Rock. Remember to get all of our exclusive content and we appreciate all the love and support, but you can support us more for just a dollar a month at patreon.com, but you get exclusive content there. I'm actually going to pull it out right now. There's a whole bunch of shit that we've put up on the page over the years that we've had this podcast. We have three new members now. Thank you guys. But there is a lot of stuff up here and it shows you um, monthly what you have access to. Now, if you are a... uh, there's 71 exclusive just in the very first tier. And I'm trying to pull up how many tiers we got. We have one, two, three, f- uh, shit. <laughs> Here we go. This is better. We have Jesus Christ. One, two, three, four, five different tiers. That you can join all from the big shot tier to the audio gold, audio free, pick up the sticks with the uh, black and boys to the final bout and our thank you. Um, and welcome to the Bailey mafia. So check all that shit out. You get exclusive writing, exclusive blogs. I've done some blogs. I've done some exclusive gameplay for you guys, a uh, game that I haven't put out anywhere else. So make sure to check this shit out because it's all for you again, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. And we are at that 34 minutes minute mark you know this is this is it for this week Bucky's not here we went through the games but we will I want to ask him questions about you know the delays again of Halo Infinite how he feels about that uh Deathloop I was excited about that and then I want to see how he feels about this lawsuit between uh Fortnite Apple and Google and then if he would play um you know, if one of his favorite games came out with the grounded edition and, and permadeath, would he go ahead and play that? But next week, we're also talking about our fitness. I've got some new uh, workout routines. I'll have some new games I've been playing because I'm going to start today and uh, I'm getting back into drawing. So there's a lot of shit coming next week for the Bailey Bugle. Plus, there's a lot of stuff coming out for uh, the movies and what's coming up because I know there's another Spider-Man. I know that they're in talks for another Iron Man. I know Marvel's got some things in play and recast. So does DC. And then there's some just uh, good shit. Uptown Saturday Night is coming out. Will Smith and Kevin Hart working together. There's a lot of shit. But thank you guys for joining me. You hear that music. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Alexa, and uh, my Google Nest plays that shit. 
Uh, where else are we at? Um, Pandora, iHeartRadio, everywhere should have us. If they don't, then I'll be getting in their ass because they told us you send this information and we'll put the greatest podcast of all the land up there on our sources. So we'll make sure to get it there so you guys can listen to it. But follow us on our socials, dude. Uh, Facebook, we're having more polls. Twitter's blowing up. Uh, Instagram. So go ahead and follow at Elijah Bailey Show without the W on the end. That's SHO. Send your emails to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com or simply subscribe, rate, and review. Add us to your playlist or follow any of these places Spotify, Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, and let us know what you think. Um, send mail in and participate we have shit like name that anime where we give you fucking giveaways and awards and prizes same thing on patreon you got to go there to be entered into those giveaways so again i'm elijah 5000 speaking for the buckety catch him and everything that he does on all social media platforms at black and studio so that's facebook instagram snapchat uh twitter everywhere and podcast at black and podcast at black Don't forget the uh, send your emails there. If you want to record a podcast, podcast motivated by passion, by love, and you want competent uh, production and direction, black and studio is a place to go. Uh, we outsource all around the U S and in house here in Oklahoma. Even if the studio is not open, zoom us in. We'll make your shit sound like this show. 100% audio gold. But I'm Elijah 5000, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast. up everybody elijah 5000 here me and the buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week again we drop every thursday if you're new to the elijah bailey show go to apple Podcasts, podbeam or spotify or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly and just subscribe rate and review thank you and i'll catch your ass in the next podcast